broadcasting on the BBC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the BBC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 74 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I've got Trevor and Damon here with me today. Uh, Usual crew, which is great. Uh, You know, there was a time there where we didn't have, uh, we we had a rotating cast for a while. I think it was during that my house build, right? When I I didn't have a house, that was tough. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But we've had the whole crew here for quite a while, which is great. Maybe people are getting bored of us. I, you know, maybe maybe we need to spice it up. I mean, we did last week though, right? We or last episode we had we had we did we did Marissa on, so. mm-hmm. That's true. We got a lot of good feedback about that. Those are always interesting episodes. I learned something. That's always a good thing. I I always learn something when they come on for sure. But how are you guys doing? What's going on? I, I'm just looking at this, wondering why when I asked about Disneyland stuff to go at the end, you stick it right as the first thing. And I just thought to myself, uh, like, well, okay. wow, okay. there is Disneyland stuff at the end, but there's also, there's DVC Disneyland stuff. So it's, it's, you know, uh, we always start with DVC saying, stuff first, regardless. I, I yes, guess that, that trumps my tiredness. That, I can it does. Understand. It does. It does. Uh, but, but before we, before we talk about that, I, I would like to just give a, an update on my trip and, and also, you know, just cause this is a weird thing that happened and, and I, I want to talk about it. And plus I posted an event in the group. So I want to talk about that too. But, before we do that, I, I just wanted to see how you guys are doing. What's going on? Playing paintball tomorrow. That sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm just doing trip planning at this point. Of uh Tom's really only two and a half hours away. He could come play paintball. I, I probably just could. Yeah, I probably could. I, I was telling you guys before we started recording though that uh everyone in my house has the flu except for me. I, I've somehow avoided this. Uh although the same day that my wife was diagnosed with the flu, I also broke my pinky toe. Which <laughs> I, I kicked a door frame accidentally and it broke my pinky toe. So I've been chasing around my two year old. Uh, That's with like the getting flu. a paper cut, though. Let's be oh, honest. Oh, it hurts though. I mean, it hurts quite a bit. But I was going to go to the doctor and I, I was told that they, they really don't can't do anything. Do anything. No. So it, it's like getting a paper uh, cut. Suck I, it I up, was going to say, you know, you know, if you want to get out of taking care of your wife and kid, you know, there's better ways to do it than breaking your limbs my, my my toe is currently purple uh <laughs> <laughs> so it's not a fake injury but but anyway so <laughs> so i just wanted to update so i have changed my trip around for april uh i i, I think i ta- told everybody here i'm still going the same week i'm still going april was the 18th to the 25th uh, but I, I actually, we found out my in-laws wanted to come with us. So we have changed things up a little bit because four adults and a baby in one room is not a fun thing to do, uh, in one studio. So I was actually able, Fair. yeah, right. No one wants to do that. <laughs> we did that when we, when we went to old Key West, uh, last year, but it was, it was a nightmare because the baby wanted to go to sleep at seven o'clock and we're all in one room. So we had to like pretend that we were sleeping, we'd turn the lights off and all pretend that we were sleeping at seven thirty at night. So, so she would go to bed, which was not fun at all. So this time around, we decided, uh, that we were going to, we were going to upgrade to a one bedroom. We actually found that there was uh one bedrooms available still for that week, which I know that one bedrooms are the thing that books up the, the basically last, uh, for, for DVC, just because they, have the same amount of usually the same amount of occupancy uh as as the as the studio but 
uh, are a lot more points, right? So, but in this case, it was like, I need a separate room. I, you know, I need, I need a separate room. So we have some, some space so we can, you know, put the baby in the room and she can go to sleep and then we can, you know, hang out in the living room and, and do whatever. So there was actually, uh, a, a one bedroom available at Animal Kingdom at Kidani, which I feel like I've been staying in Animal Kingdom a lot lately, but there was a one bedroom available at Kidani, uh, which was a standard view, uh, which I've always said on the show, like, uh, why bother going to Animal Kingdom if you're not going to have the Savannah view? We just did the Savannah view room with the two bedrooms. So I'm just like, you know what? It's fine. I'd rather not spend the point, extra points for the Savannah view. It wasn't available anyway. I'll take a standard view. It's a lot less points, but the decision was it's almost the same amount of points to do a week at Saratoga in the one bedroom and the week, uh, the standard view at animal kingdom. But one of the things I realized, and I guess I just never thought about this before, cause it just wasn't something I, I, I don't think about all the, the room layouts all the time. I noticed that there was only one bathroom in the one bedroom, Saratoga, but there's two bathrooms in the one bedroom Kidani. So it's like no brainer, right? It's the same amount of points. Why wouldn't you do the one bedroom at Kidani to have two bathrooms? So that was kind of what my thought process was. I- I feel like you almost shouldn't have just said that because <laughs> that, well, because <laughs> you know, all of a sudden everyone's going to figure out that Kidani one bedrooms are the better choice, right? What about the, the new upgrade at Saratoga? Are they still one bathroom? Yeah, there's, I think they're, cause I don't think they're changing anything as far as like the layout of the room. Yeah, I think they're true. just changing the decorations, right? Good. That's why I went two bedrooms this time. So I was just going to say, well, I guess, okay. Every, everybody listening, don't give away Tom's secret because. <laughs> I don't know if it's a secret per se, but I, I was right. unaware, not that I was unaware of it. It just didn't really cross my mind. Unless there's two toilets, right? I, then it becomes a whole different ball game. So well, no, there's two toilets. There's that's what I'm saying. So yeah. when, once there's two toilets, it's a whole different ball game. Yeah. These are two like full bathrooms with showers and everything in them. So hmm. in my mind, I'm just like that. Why wouldn't I want to do that? Like no offense to my in-laws, but it's nice to have separate bathrooms. Right? <laughs> you know? I agree. So I, I just thought it was like, that's a no brainer to me. It's the same amount of points pretty much. It's like two or three point difference. And it's, and I, no offense to Saratoga, but I, I, I like Animal Kingdom a little better just, you know, for the theming and, and the animals and my daughter. The pool's not as nice though. No, no, Kidani's got one of the nicer pools. There's something to be said about Saratoga and having the multiple pools though. No, I, I don't. Plus, it's actually kind of nice to walk over that big bridge too. There's a lot of nice, w- more walking. I guess I like over at Saratoga. The big personally. bridge over to Disney Springs is that what you're? No, just the one that's between the the main pool and the rest of the resort. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay, yeah, I got you. It's it's a nice it's a nice kind of walk around Saratoga. Like that's kind of the cool thing. Like my kids when they decide they want to go to the gym and work out, like it's kind of a nicer walk. That's all I'd say. I'm kind of animal kingdomed out, so I listen. I don't disagree with you. I, I, I we were kind of looking forward at staying at Sar- to staying at Saratoga because we hadn't stayed there before, and we've stayed at Animal Kingdom a lot lately. But I would agree the- though with the two bathrooms, especially because it's not your like again. Me and my kids is different than you and the in laws. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that yeah. trumps a lot of things. Absolutely. So, I, so- it, just having that second bathroom is so nice. Yeah. So so your your meetup. Yeah. So another weird thing, right? So I had not. <laughs> is this, a, this is a this is a weird thing. Yeah, this is weird. This is really weird. 
people are usually fighting over Moonlight Magic reservations, right? It, it sells out. People get mad every time, right? So I didn't even bother looking into Magic Kingdom because we weren't, we didn't have anything booked by the time we needed to have it booked for the Magic Kingdom Moonlight Magic on, uh, April 21st. And so I just didn't even bother looking. I just assumed it was sold out because those things usually sell out the day of. And I, I saw somebody post on one of the DVC groups just booked Moonlight Magic for, uh, for April 21st for, for Magic Kingdom. And then they were asking some question. And I was like, wait a second. How did they just book it just now? That doesn't make any sense. It should be sold out. So I, I, lo and behold, I go on the DVC website and there's still reservations available for the April 21st Moonlight Magic. And I was like, how in the world is this possible? So I go ahead and I register. So now I'm going to Moonlight Magic on the 21st. That's awesome. Now, right? <laughs> now, I, mean, I gotta I, wonder if, uh, so I guess something people don't really know is that the busy time for DVC is not the same busy time for when the, when Disney itself is busy. So like April is kind of, um, like Easter spring break time, right? Yeah. So this is like the week after the standard spring break time. In fact, I think I yeah. said on the last podcast too, my annual pass comes out of blackout the first day that we're there. So yeah. So, so I wonder if maybe that is part of the factor into why you were able to get it is that it's just not a busy time for DVC in general. And I gotta wonder, you know, we should have this conversation again when, uh, when we're approaching October, because, you know, I'm, I'm looking to go to the Moonlight Magic event in October. I'm wondering how different it's going to be in terms of people booking it up. Well, so I think what I was thinking, my thought was that Magic Kingdom just maybe has a higher capacity than the rest. So maybe that's, that's the thought is they've got more attractions and they've got, it's not necessarily bigger, obviously, because, you know, it's, uh, some of the other parks are, are bigger size wise, but I just thought maybe they have more tickets for Magic Kingdom because there's more attractions. I don't know. Mm. I, I think it's more to do with just how busy it is. That, no, that's that's definitely thought. true. The fact that a Moonlight Magic is happening then, I mean, they schedule these things for downtimes, right? I mean, because <laughs> it's, it's an inconvenience to the regular park guests to just have the park shut down. Yeah. So... So that's, I just was taken back, taken aback. I just couldn't believe it was available. So in that vein, we are going to go. I don't know who's going to come with us yet. I don't, I don't know how we're going to handle this with my daughter. I, my daughter's not coming because it, it doesn't technically start till 10 o'clock, I believe. Uh, so that's way past her bedtime. So we're either going to get a babysitter. My in-laws are going to come or my in-laws, you know, we haven't even really talked to them about this yet. So if my father-in-law who listens to the show is listening, we'll talk about it later. I promise. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, uh, but, we're going to figure that out later. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll either get a babysitter or whatever and, and come to it. But, uh, so I put a, an event out on the page, uh, and on the group for a meetup. Uh, you know, so any listeners of the listeners of the show that are going to be going to this moonlight magic, uh, please, you know, RSVP to the event. We're going to meet up at the partner statue at 10 o'clock, uh, right when the event starts. Uh, we can go around and, and ride things together, but you know, I, is, I don't know. That if is if anyone together. really wants to go. What's that? That is if people want to go. If people want to go, you know, or we could just say hello. You could say hello to me. I can give you a hat and then you can go along your merry way. Uh, you know, it's, it's up to you, whatever you want to do. Uh, but we, that's what I've, I've set up. So if you do want to come, please RSVP. So, so we, you know, know that you're going to meet up with us and, 
and uh, it should be a lot of fun. I, I'm I'm excited to meet with some listeners, fun. and we've already got a couple of people that have RSVP'd. So that'll be cool. Awesome. I think that um, you know, since my trip has changed a little bit, I, I'm trying to contemplate this October meetup. I, I just don't. Again, so we're we're going for Thanksgiving now. So again, our plan for October is really more centered around Hollywood Horror Nights, and it's kind of, it's going to be an interesting trip as we you know, wing down there and kind of come back as quickly as possible. So the kids don't miss a lot of school. It's actually soccer season as well as, you know, the kids being in high school. So I don't necessarily think I'm going to make the Friday meetup. I'm going to be down there Saturday. So I just don't know if I'm actually going to, because I was thinking about it. Even if I leave first thing in the morning on Friday, I, I'd still a 10 hour drive. I just don't think I'm going to be able to meet Friday. So I will be there Saturday though. I know Trevor can't make it Saturday, so we might yeah, do fly out it, on it, Saturday. So. It, it might be a you know Trevor, Tom, Damon, Tom, but then we're then we're you know kind of bothering Tom for two times, but you know he's that important that maybe he gets yeah, to go yeah. to two of them. If, if people really want to meet me twice, we can we can make that happen. <laughs> but, but I will be there for Thanksgiving again, and hopefully I get the same Thanksgiving crew. Oh yeah, yeah. I, had, I had fun that time. So hopefully, if that's the case, so if you don't get to meet all of us in October, kind of keep that in mind. I've actually had a few people reach out already about October, if you can believe that. You know, so just kind of keep that in mind. We will do our best. I just I don't see myself being able to take the kids out of school on Friday to be able to leave on Thursday under any sort of circumstance because we're going to be down there a month later at that point, which they will be missing school for again. I try to limit their missing school days in high school with the semester set up. So yeah, that, but that totally but, makes sense. But, but here's the question, Trevor, are you, what, what time are you actually leaving? Not to necessarily meet up with fans, but to maybe at least, well, maybe we'll swing over. You'll be a poly, right? Yeah. Maybe we'll swing over in the morning then just to say what's up. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we are, cause we, we fly out in the afternoon, but our, our bus doesn't leave until like one o'clock or yeah. After one o'clock. So yeah, we, right. we would definitely have time in the morning to meet up, but yeah, that, again, yeah, maybe what though we can do it over at, you know, Polynesian over. So you're not going out of your way that you're still where you need to be right. in terms of getting back. Yeah. We'll, we'll definitely do that. So listeners, while, while, you know, we'd all love to meet all of you, Trevor, Tom, and myself have not been together in one, you know, physical location ever. So we need to make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless. We'll, 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 Tonga we'll toast breakfast. Ooh, see, I can get on board with that. Yeah we, yeah. we can go up to Kona and get some Tonga toast. And that's what I'm about. That would be there good. we go. There we go. Do, do a Tonga toast fan meetup. They're, they're going to need a lot of because, Tonga toast. Yeah, you know, <laughs> breakfast the thing is, is welcome home. <laughs> I, I know that, um, you know, Trevor can't necessarily go too far from home base, but again, we could have a secondary meetup. So people that don't want to come or can't come Friday night for whatever reason, when they actually get in or they have other plans that we could maybe meet at the Polynesian to make it easy on Trevor on Saturday. There you go. There we go. All right. Giving people options. That's what well, we do. Plans are evolving. So well, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. We do have a long time. The other thing I do want to mention is, is that we, again, I thought we all did a good job last episode with you know our verbal crutches and you know i, I think went we're out. getting better maybe trying to <laughs> trying to i think yay, i think that episode before we were just a little we were a little rusty from christmas you know a little loopy a little rusty a little tired you know i'll, yeah. I'll admit christmas holidays kind of threw me for a loop that was a tough episode to do you know it most was. of the time the episodes are not that difficult but i felt like was there a lot like a lot of news too i don't even remember 
I think it was because we we missed an episode, or we didn't it miss. Must it. have been. We skipped. Yeah, we yeah, skipped was, the yeah. We skipped over over the holidays. But well, I think the holidays too. We were all like in a in a rush, right? Once you yeah. have family and things like that, it becomes a lot of work. The holidays are a lot of work. I think just, everyone's just tired in the beginning of the year too. You know, even though it's like the holidays and all that, it's just you just get tired at the end of the year, you know. And you have no money that makes year, you tired too. Yeah, Having no money wrong. makes you tired. I, I love my family, but I'm exhausted after Christmas usually. Like, it's just, it's a lot. <laughs> I would agree. And, and that's the problem I'm having is while I did enjoy Thanksgiving at Disney, it was phenomenal, like a great time. It, it was like, it made like that time frame. Like I felt like November to January was brutal, right? And that's also very difficult for us because it's, in like the midst of swim season and high school sports. And like, it was just, it was rough. I was just tired. Not as tired as I am now. I'm very tired today for some reason. You, you know, I, now that you mention it, when I think back to, to November as well, cause we were there a couple of weeks before you. Yeah. We did all the Christmas stuff and then we came back and we had a couple of weeks of, you know, winding down before Christmas holidays and then we did more Christmas. So by yeah. the end, it was like, yeah, we, we had done too much Christmas. <laughs> and I had also taken that trip, that quick trip to New Jersey as well, which again, added some time onto it. I just felt that it was a little bit harder. One thing I will say is going over Thanksgiving definitely made it harder for present, you know, getting presents for the kids because you're just kind of out of money at that point. So I've already started Christmas shopping for next year because mm. I can. And I think that it was, you know, one of those things that was hard last year. So I'm trying to do a better job at it this year. So we'll see how that works. You mean you don't start your Christmas shopping in September every year? Usually I actually, <laughs> I, I do. Um, I felt like last <laughs> year, yeah, I felt like last year I let it get away from me a little bit. Because we were moving into the new house and a lot of the things, you know, j just because you have another home and you're moving, there's still things that you need to buy. Like, I mean, I bought a couch, right? Because the other couch just wasn't working for the new layout. So there was a lot of purchases that I made towards the end of the summer that I was still recovering from. So September, while I did have some stuff, I did have the Oculus at that point, but I didn't have a lot of stuff. And I think this year I'm going to, like I said, try to do a better job. Plus, I'm going to tell you something. I'm a huge fan of Brad's deals and Slick deals. And if you can take the time throughout the year to look at those places, it really makes a big difference. I got a full comforter set that was like $300 for $18. You know what I mean? Like, I think that if you can actually do it through the whole year, you can do yourself um, a good service and then save that money for Disney. There we go. There you go. <laughs> Damon's tips and tricks right there. I really should put together a video. I feel like I, I should I, with the puppet, right? Like, <laughs> and I could do like a, a weird tips and tricks where I could talk about, you know, underwear under bathing suits and, you know, maybe we get Jeremy on. He could talk about croc socks, like a lot <laughs> of those things. <laughs> oh, so I'm still disturbed by that. I don't know. I, I really am because I, my dreams. I know how uncomfortable it is. Like if I'm out in the garage and I've purchased now, um, some, cloud foam slip on Adidas. Like, cause I feel like they're the best shoe to slip on and off. But if I go out there and I see Crocs, I'm like, I can't stick a socked foot in those. Hands. Like it, <laughs> it's like, it's like trying to like put on a bathing suit when you're wet. Like, you know, you can't do that. 
socks and Crocs. I, I still, I can't get on board with that. I can't. I, I, I do. <laughs> Go ahead, Trevor. I, I'll admit, I do actually have a pair of Crocs by the back door when I let the dog out because. That's acceptable. That's yeah, acceptable. It, like I, I will wear Crocs and socks into the backyard to chase the dog around when I need to. I can't even but. do that though. I have the Crocs with the fur <laughs> in them. Like that's acceptable because like the sock slides into the fur, but the no fur Crocs with socks, nah. <laughs> yeah, it works. I, w- I don't know. I don't know if I agree about wearing it all day. Like I, I saw the pictures of of Jeremy wearing them. And I just think about how much my feet hurt at the end of the day. And, and I just don't feel like Crocs would do it for me. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't own a pair of Crocs and I've never worn a pair of Crocs. So I have no idea the comfort level, but I know people swear by it. So uh, I don't know. Have we <laughs> even started the show yet? No, not really. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, we're just, we're off on a tangent as usual. Can I, can I mention one thing that I thought was a good, Damon, I think you had posted a thing like, how can we improve the show in, yeah. in 2020? And, and, you know, the, one of them was uh, cutting out on the, the verbal crutches, but somebody else posted something about doing like a, a, a DVC tip every week. I think that's something maybe we should start doing. Well, you you're doing like that. every, like have a tip of the episode. You, you already did that, Tom. Well, t- I mean, yeah, we just, you know. Crocs and socks? Is that what we're talking about? No, no, no we're talking <laughs> if, about you want, if you want a one bedroom, two bathroom. bathrooms, you go. Oh, there you go. It sounds a little dirty, though. Uh, what? <laughs> what? Sounds a little dirty. <laughs> all right, all right, uh, all right. <laughs> but yes, you're right. I did. I I accidentally did it. So, but it'd be nice to have it as a regular segment. I think it just remind ourselves to do at least a tip a week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> whatever david but, like, <laughs> I, I, i'm not going there with you oh, i know where you're going and i'm not going with you i'm just gonna cut all this out i, I might have to mute myself <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh we are still pg yes that's right. we kept that's right. the pg all right so, so let's, dbt let's, news let's site <laughs> plans about that place i don't care about until i take my cross-country trip yeah i was gonna say you should care about this because oh you're gonna I, take a I, you know it's funny i the kids we, we did sit down as a family to watch vacation to in preparation for our oh, trip really? we're, we're not finished with it yet I, my guess is that we'll watch because we're recording tonight we'll watch the rest of it uh tomorrow but yes we are watching vacation to prep us for the trip do most people know that 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 Wally World was supposed to be Disneyland, but they wouldn't let them use Disneyland because Disneyland never closes? Did, is that a is that a well known fact, or am I just? I, I mean, I know that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I don't know if everybody knows that. Well, there's there's your fun fact of the episode. How about that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, look at look at Tom, two for two. <laughs> I'm just throwing facts out like crazy. I, I I posted on one of the Disney groups that uh, I was talking about how Splash Mountain was actually named after uh, that Eisner had suggested naming it Splash Mountain to promote the movie Splash, and this person was like, "That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's not true." I'm like, "No, it really is true. Look it up." <laughs> I, I really want to know though if we all had to give ourselves, you know, chipmunk persona. Were, were you guys on board with that? That was actually one of my favorite ones. The chipmunk. I mean, yeah, Alvin Simon, so Theodore. Yeah. I, I think I'm obviously Theodore. I just well, yeah. I, I said I was going to take Alvin, right? And Trevor gets Simon for all his fact finding mm-hmm. and um, uh, okay. data delving. <laughs> well, You're not okay with listen, you, you kind of get you kind of get the the default, Trevor. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. I, I mean, unless you want to be Alvin, but I don't think like I'm the Disney fact finding guy. So that you're the troublemaker, right? So that's yes. that, that fits, all right? that all fits. What if we were Scooby Doo characters? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we're never going to start this episode. We're just going <laughs> to DVC news. Yes. So let's let's talk about this. There was a, a basically an article out there about the new DVC resort, the proposed, let's say proposed, because we don't know if this is actually going to happen uh, at Disneyland, the the tower that they're going to build. Uh, some interesting things I thought about this. You know, the 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 picture that they showed is one picture, right? It's just the outside. It's it, there's not a lot. It's a to building. It. <laughs> exactly. It's a building. It's it's nothing special on the outside. But what I thought was interesting about this was that they're going to lean heavily towards studios. So 271 of the 350 rooms will be studios, which I think is interesting. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think that kind of is a response to the general demand that a lot of DVC members have, right. Is the complaints always been that there's, not enough it, studios. Yeah, there's not enough studios. And especially somewhere like that, if they filled it up with with one and two bedrooms, I think they'd really be shooting themselves in the foot. It makes total sense. They'd have a like you said, they would have a ton of extra inventory where obviously they know what their needs are there, right? So and i I think it's smart. I I wish they would do even more of that at Disney world because I think that they, they need to, but, and they're starting to do some more of that with like the tower studios. And it looks like this is also going to have the two person tower studios as well. Uh, that, that Riviera has, which is, is neat. I, I've said this before. I think that was a great idea, especially for a, a, a ton of people go where they're just two people and they don't need a ton of space and are okay with that. Uh, so I, I think it's a good idea. And you also got to keep in mind too, that Disneyland being a much smaller resort, they don't need, I shouldn't say you don't need as much space, but people aren't staying there for extended periods where they want to have a full kitchen and, and all that kind of stuff. It's more good point. uh, Yeah. I I think the studios kind of suit it a little better. I mean, you, you still need those bigger spaces for when, when larger families are traveling, but I mean, the way I look at it is, yeah, you know, give me as many studios as possible because I want to be able to book there and go for like a three or four day trip. And I don't like in three or four days, I don't need a full kitchen. I don't need laundry. I don't need a lot of that stuff. I just really want, I guess, a hotel room at the end of the day, but not, I, I don't want to pay rack rate for a hotel room. <laughs> exactly. No, that makes total sense. And and yeah. that's, I think what they're going for here. And it, it makes total sense that they're, they're doing that. So uh, I, I'm still, ho- I'm hoping this happens. I, 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 you know, we don't know if it's actually going to happen or not, but I do hope it happens. It, it seems a little more reasonable than the last rumor that came up because they're not, they're not applying for any of the, the tax credits that they did last time. Yeah. And also, uh, this building would, um, it would be another tower added to the Disneyland hotel. So, um, which means it's at the far end of downtown Disney. So it's not, kind of knowing that area that there is space there for, for them to do this. And I, again, I, I don't see, I don't see Anaheim. I I shouldn't say I don't see Anaheim city fighting it because I know that there's, there's a ton more issues going on there. (laughs) There's bad blood. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very complex situation, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful for this one. and, And I don't know if I would buy points there, but I would definitely, be using my points there. The point, cause the points are going to hurt, right? I mean, it's, 
I, I we I think we talked about this on Chad's show, didn't we? Where or no, I, I maybe Chad did it on a recent episode, but uh, it's going to be over two hundred easily direct. I mean, I'm thinking like two twenty five between two twenty five and two fifty. I'm thinking, so it's that's going to hurt. <laughs> well, what is Grand Californian right now direct? I haven't looked in a while. Oh gosh, I don't know what it is. Direct is high. I, I think it's even high. Yeah, it might be even higher than that right now. I, I can pull it up real quick, but I, I know it's going pretty high. But but yeah, I, I would I would think it's gonna go. It's gonna be very high. I, that that would be my guess. Yeah, but hmm, yeah, I I just I gotta wonder. The interesting thing about this is too is that right now Grand Californian is high because it's the only thing out there. Yeah, exactly. This is going to kind of normalize that a little. Well, it's two sixty right now. Two sixty. <laughs> that hurts. Just even read that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you know, it's, a lot of the direct prices are pretty high. Grand Floridian's high. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of them that are pretty high right now, and I mean, Riviera's going up too. So. I mean, we're going to be over two hundred before you know it on on the currently on sale resorts. So. Yeah. So, but it will be interesting to see if that changes anything with Grand Californian. Uh, if, if that changes the, the direct price there, but I, I don't think it will. It might, but it's not on sale anymore. Right. So it, yeah, it might it, change some things in the resale market. Yeah. I, I that, that's what I was thinking is that you won't have quite the demand for it in the resale because you're going to have their option. Yeah. yeah. Like it, pe- people aren't going to be so desperate to buy resale because I, I guess my hope is, is that with enough of these rooms, people will be able to get them reasonably at the seven month mark. Maybe. I mean, I, I wonder how much pent up demand there is for this, right? Is there. Yeah. I guess with, with Mar the Marvel campus coming and everything. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see. It'll be interesting. I, I, it's still a, a long way off, right? Yeah. It's not even approved yet and they haven't broke ground on it yet. So it's, it's still proposed. So we're talking many years away at this point. So, but by the way, I just want to mention too that there, the amenities featured on the site are a Mickey shaped spa and outdoor pool bar. Uh, but the ground floor will be an open air pass through lounge. Uh, so all the guest services will probably be at the Disneyland hotel and everything. And this will just be kind of like a separate tower. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fine by me. Yeah, <laughs> it works, right? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if you, if you've been to Disneyland, that like when we when we stayed at the Grand Californian, it's so like downtown Disney is connected. It like everything is in walking distance. It's so it's so easy to go around and and hit all the parks and and food and everything. You know, if there's nothing specific to that DVC area, it's really not a big deal. I'm assuming right now, by the way, Damon is probably like live blogging on the Facebook group right now, talking about how not even. I'm just so tired today. I'm just (laughs) thinking to myself, like, dude, can we get to some stuff I want to talk about so I can go to bed? We we can, yeah, we could do. You want to talk about these listener questions that we got? No. (laughs) (laughs) Want to talk about the fast pass changes to Hollywood Studio? All right, well, let's let's talk about those then. We we should talk about the listener's questions. I can't skip. We only got a couple. We only got a couple. I think that will segue us into the fast passes as well. At least the first question will. That it will. It will. Well, then why don't we go in reverse order then? Okay, there you go. So we have a nice transition. That's uh, that would have been smart if I wrote it that way, wouldn't it? It would have been. (laughs) 
<laughs> so space 2020 uh, the rumor oh opening now is that's right the order tom <laughs> what marie wants to know if any dvc members are planning on oh you want to go that fall. way okay <laughs> that's reversed that's not yeah. i checked <laughs> trevor help me out here <laughs> we, we start from the third one and work our way back up <laughs> i didn't know you fully one. wanted to go i thought we just wanted to remove the first one to make it last i'm sorry i wasn't that's okay I, I didn't hear the reverse part all right, fine. So go ahead. Go, go read Marie's question. <laughs> so Marie, wow, I'm, I must be punchy because I'm just so tired. Anyway, who's going to Disney for the 50th anniversary and will DVC do anything special? <laughs> I'm going to have a tough time this whole episode. <laughs> I like, so I like this Damon though. This kind of Damon's fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, we plan on going because how could you not? I, I feel like if you don't go during the 50th anniversary, for any other reason than just a monetary reason, that's just you're a bad Disney person. I don't know how else to put it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Call it's like, loud, that's, a, Damon. That's, that's a very strong, <laughs> strong sentiment. It's, it's strong. Again, I, I gave people. Listen, if it's if it's not in the budgetary plans, that is a totally different story. But if you have it within your budget, how could you not go? It's the flipping fiftieth anniversary. Yeah, that's a big one. They're going to do a lot for that. I will say I went to the 60th at Disneyland and I loved it. And that's not even the 50th. 50 is way bigger of a deal than 60. It's true. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you count, you, have you ever counted by 60s ever in your life? Is there a $60 bill? Like there, there's a lot of that I could go down this. this For some path. weird reason, increments of 50 seem to be a bigger deal, right? So like Mickey's well, 90th birthday is, is yeah, less of a big half, deal than half. Mickey's 100th, 100th birthday that's going to come up in, ten, in nine years, whatever it is. And there's there's I, not a, there's not a number you divide 100 by to get 60 that is important. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you had that last part in because yeah, I haven't gotten technical on you there, but <laughs> no, no, no. That, that, I, I get it, right? But. <laughs> No, I, you know, you're right. I, but I'll say, like I said, I've, I've done a, these kinds of celebrations and I thought it was the greatest thing. So yeah, I'm absolutely. What is the castle going to look like? Yeah. Mm. It should be gold. The whole thing should just be gold, solid metal. Maybe solid they should. Gold. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Not like a projection rose gold, like, but physically metal gold. Okay. I'm, I'm going to ruin this for you right now. Do you remember the cake castle? I would love it. Let <laughs> yeah, it bring back, back. Cake. cake is awesome. <laughs> no, no, Actually, but, but I would gold. be super impressed. <laughs> I would love the cake. Oh my gosh. A that's a legendary cake? thing, that cake castle. But that's what I'm saying. If you saw that in person, that's the whole thing with the 50th anniversary. It's got to be something that like you go, oh, I saw that. Something they can't replicate easily. Yep. Well, to your point, I still remember the trip I took. I don't know if you guys remember when they put the giant Mickey magic wand with year 2000 over Spaceship Earth. Oh, I have a, I have a tree ornament for that. I yeah. Bought. Yeah. I, I, I went yeah. there in 99 and I still remember that trip because I remember that being over Spaceship Earth, you know? Well, it's like the hat though, too, though, right? Yeah. The hat is another thing in, in Hollywood Studios MGM at that point, right? Like the hat. Like if you yeah. haven't seen the hat, like, hmm. It's it's those kind of things you you remember those kinds of things. So it, it'll be interesting to see what they do. I, I I think there were some things that came out about what the theme is going to look like, and I and it is gold. I, they're doing some gold stuff, but I, I don't I don't know what they're going to do with the castle though. That'll be interesting to see. But I I do I do think DVC will do some special things. I, I don't know how they couldn't, right? Mm. No, you don't think they will? Yeah, I mean, again, I mean, by special things, do you mean special events, special yeah. pins, special food? Like, what, what, what do you, or all of the above? 
I think all of the above. I think they'll do some special, some special discounts. I think they'll do some special events. I think they'll do some member events that are themed to the 50th. 50th. Maybe. I, I'm yeah. probably throwing some fuel on the fire here and I might start something terrible, but when was the last time that they did park ticket discounts? Two years ago? Maybe. Was it? I, well, I've never since I joined DVC. I've never gotten. I've only gotten what? annual pass discounts. I've never gotten. When like, I say that the two years ago, they had the discount where you could have the platinum, the platinum. Or was it wasn't the platinum? Right. Or, yeah. It was, where you it, could have the platinum annual pass for the gold price or whatever it was. That's yeah. what I meant by two years ago. But yeah, sure. Right. Regular tickets. They haven't done that in a long time. Exactly. Or ever. So I mean, they they've done they did it a long time ago. I think they used to, and and that's what I'm wondering is for the fiftieth if we could see some actual. Mm-hmm. Park yeah, ticket discounts. <laughs> I'm well, just saying they're not going to need to discount. Yes, tickets, they're right? exactly because it's the 50th, and there's going to be so many people wanting to go. The the prices may go up. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Actually, I could still see them doing it as a limited DVC thing, kind of like a Moonlight Magic thing. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I do see some special parties around this. I I think that would be cool if they did some things like that. And, and you know, truthfully, a lot of the construction that's going on around Disney right now is to make the park. You know be really nice for the 50th right yeah, yeah make all the parks be really nice for the 50th i'm just thinking special Epcot. food i'm only you know it's funny i've been like all about food with disney yet i'm not <laughs> really interested about this next thing we're going to talk about but <laughs> all right how okay, are you well, not interested in this restaurant that i'm like so I mean, everyone okay, wants to go on, let me, but like let me ring the question first so that people know what we're talking i about. think that's what we should do no we should start having discussions and it's like jeopardy what is, <laughs> what is what is space Brian asked about Space 2020? Yes. <laughs> so so yeah. So Space 220 is opening uh, March 30th. What's Space 220? Is it 2020? What does Tom put here? You know what? I copy and paste that. It is 220. It's that's my. Best. So, so what? What? Tom, look at this. He's trying to. He's trying to correct himself. He's done a very. Everyone. He's done a very you, poor you're job. You're going to delete on this the two rundown. and make it Space 200. No, we almost did that. <laughs> I, I, I was watching you. I can see what you're doing. You know that, right? I, yes, of course. It's 220. <laughs> I just deleted the zero. <laughs> I saw you highlight that too. <laughs> oh, that was an accident. Yeah. But, but listen. W- when will they start taking reservations is the question. Well, so first of all, we don't know that it's opening 3.30. One of the blogs posted that their sources said it was opening 3.30. So I don't know if that's really true or not. But... Yeah, that, that's fair. I mean, we, we still don't have a firm opening date. I don't yet. think we can answer this, right? And, and I mean, no. look at how, uh, look at how the, um, boarding passes, or not the boarding passes, how the fast passes came up for smugglers run. They didn't give you any warning or anything. They just one day said, here, they're available. Tom, why is Trevor ruining the last part of the show like that? <laughs> because well, we'll I, talk yeah. about that. <laughs> but well, so I, I look at the last restaurant they opened, the the one that they opened at uh, at Epcot, the the I think it's the Japanese restaurant, where one day it was open, it was closed, and and they were still in a construction, and all of a sudden they were like, "Hey, we're open." <laughs> like, now this one I think will get a little more notice, but I think as soon as they announce that the opening date, then reservations will be available within a couple days. Is what my guess would be. I would yeah. think. Yeah. I would agree. But so, uh, who knows when they're even going to announce it? I, you know, they had a major issue there where the, the head chef quit like a month ago <laughs> or two months ago. So Christmas, they, they're yeah. probably still trying to find a new head chef. So I, I guess the short answer is stock the Disney Parks blog website because that's when we're all going to find out about this. 
Oh, I, I have a, I, I swear to you that I'm a crazy person. I know I have a Google news alert for space 220 because the second that I find out that I can do Did reservations. Did you put 2020 or 220 in your alert? <laughs> 220. Okay. <laughs> like I said, I, oh wait, you know what? You I do don't both. think I did copy and paste this. I blamed this accidentally on, on Brian. That's my fault. I probably write 2020. I did this at like wow. 11 o'clock at night. I'm did tired. you just call Brian out like that? Yeah, this is, How it was not Brian. It was me. I'm, I, I'm apologizing to Brian. Oh, okay. I, that was that was a right. fail on my part because I've said this on the show before. I will never not call it 2020 because in my mind it should just should be 2020. I don't, I don't even know why, <laughs> but I also think they're missing an opportunity here by not opening it on 220. But that's neither here nor there. I feel like it should open on 220. Just for, maybe it will. We don't know. We don't know. We really yeah. don't know. It could still open on 220. And the last rumor I'd seen before this had said it was going to open on 220. So who knows, right? We don't know. Although you think they'd give you some notice of some sort. It's it's already February. If you're listening to this right now, it's February. So <laughs> Honestly, but they don't need to give you any notice because they know that the second that they open it, there's going to be a lineup. That's true. A lot of people are excited about this. But Damon, you're not excited about this restaurant at all? I don't know. Everyone wants to go. Like Everyone in my group wants to go. They're, they're excited when we go on our trip and you know, Thanksgiving. I'm sure I'll be there. But I don't know. I don't know. Not really. I just I don't hope, know. I don't know why, but I'm just not. You just maybe once you see a menu and you start seeing some pictures but of food, you'll I, get a little I think more. that's what it is. Like I have this feeling that the menu is going to be like just very like normal. Like, is that that makes sense? Like I know Wednesday. that's yeah. I know just normal. Like again, I want tang flavored. You know whatever ice cream, <laughs> freeze dried ice cream. I want you know. I, I don't. I, I want a lot of. I want it to be something weird's a bad word, but something different. And I just. I don't have that feeling. I have this normal, classy feeling. It's the same reason. Like I'm not in love with what, what's the place? Arts, whatever, whatever, whatever. Homecoming. Homecoming. Yeah, I mean, we go there every time because our friends love it. But I'm just like, ah, you know, give me like, give me something weird like that again. Like I like to go to Disney and try new. And I feel like a better version of something, not, it's not, listen, it's not always better, but like a better version of something that I could get around here is just not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for something different. That's why I love that holiday festival food because it was stuff that I wouldn't normally get. Anyway, that's how space 220 makes me feel. It's just going to be, you know, it's, it's supposed uh, to be like international food though. And like, I would think they would but, really play up the space theme. I, that's what I would think. But, but, but what does that mean though? Like international food is such a broad. Well, it, it means yeah. boring to me is what that means. <laughs> it, that means I, it'll appeal to everyone, which means that they have to they have to appeal to the lowest common denominator. Yeah, I just I, <laughs> I, I don't think I think what oh, he means I mean, is the it, lowest it, common denominator in terms of palate, right? Like yeah, I don't think I'm we're, kidding, we're I'm being kidding. personal about it, but <laughs> I, I would agree with that, and I think that's where I'm just not as excited about this. Look, I hope that the menu blows me away. I hope there's you know. Some sort of space meatballs that, you know, have, you know, <laughs> chopped peaches and, you know. And they're floating on the plate. It, oh, ex- exactly. They have <laughs> some magnetic thing under them and there's iron in them and, you know, they can float. <laughs> Dude, that would be awesome, right? Like, there we go. I'm, I'm surprised you haven't gone to Tiffin's yet uh, at Animal Kingdom because that's like the most exotic food I think Disney has to offer. No, nah, see, I'm not. Again, I think Is that's it? the problem. I don't like Animal Kingdom food in general. Yeah. So it's not that I don't. It's not that I'm looking for exotic food, right? I'm looking for weird food. This is weird food. Yeah. Ah, uh, 
don't know. They've got like a we, fish we dish with like the whole fish. I don't eat fish, by the way. So, uh, oh, well, that's fair. Yeah, but okay. but it's a, not even that. I'm, I'm I'm misrepresenting what I'm looking for. I'm looking for something I would see on an episode of one of the cooking shows, like something different. Like you, you know when they when they take like when when Duff is like, hey, take this regular old you know apple pie and make it something special and they come up with all this like crazy stuff and you're like oh i might actually try that like you know walnut caramel dutch with strawberry apple pie you're like, oh, that seems kind of interesting that's what i'm looking for okay well, that's fair i'm just saying i i think we've had this i think i've said this before and i i think you have the opposite opinion of me uh, on this Damon, i will deal probably with- i don't even need to hear what it is and i have to say that's probably <laughs> true <laughs> I, I, I will I, for me i prioritize ambiance and and the theme of ah, the place over food only slightly though i don't want terrible food don't get me wrong but I, i'm not gonna go to sci-fi dine-in and expect to eat a you know and i think that's meal. why but i think that's why i didn't care for either one of those places i, I mean again look the turkey over at the 50s diner was blah you know it was okay but it didn't blow me away and the atmosphere i could care less like i, I don't talk about atmosphere when i come home I'm like yeah the sci-fi diner was great i want to be like yeah you know what i ate like i ate that apple pie with you know it was on fire and it had you know shrimp in it like oh who knows right but again i don't eat seafood but just saying like that's kind of where i go with that sort of food and that's why i love the food festival so much because they have just food that's so different like that creme brulee that miso creme brulee like i'm like all right that's something i gotta get down with like that was that was interesting you could i mean you could talk about both though we we still talk about the the shenanigans that happened to my sister-in-law at whispering canyon a couple years ago you know like there's certain things that you remember from those kinds of but see that's so over the top that it puts it in a different category than i think space 2020 will be right i'm gonna call 2020 just for tom now (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> space two twenty will be. I, I think it, it, that's a whole different level of ambiance. That's not ambiance. That's a show. Now, here's a thought. I, as you were talking there, what if all that food that you enjoy so much from mm-hmm. the uh, like food and wine and everything yeah. was what there? If, what if that is the menu? What if they? Well, then I'd be on board. Yeah. Oh, oh, because that would be the international menu that they're talking about. I, I could definitely get on board with something like that. But again, I think. Trevor, I'm going to go with what you, what you're kind of saying is that so when you do it at the food festival, right? It's it's smaller amounts of food. Number one, the right. menu is smaller, and it's just I think it's just easier for them. I think if you tried to accomplish that in a restaurant, it would be a failure. But I, I love the idea. I, I seem to remember a rumor earlier this year or, may, or earlier last year about them building a restaurant where they incorporated all the favorite dishes from from food and wine there's and, there's a hawaiian pork belly dish that's on point from food and wine that yeah that would be great i mean maybe the thought is, is they do a seasonal menu and they rotate it Ooh. so that you like you said you've got a very focused that's interesting amount of items on the menu but depending on when you go you'll find different things but how does that fit into space? Well, they only get certain things up to the... They it's only can changing. send seasonal things up to the space station every once in a while. <laughs> I don't know. All right, runaway railway. We're done with this. Supposedly, <laughs> when you walk in, there's going to be like a floating, rotating thing of produce that you walk into. That's can I something. Eat it? I don't know if <laughs> it's it going like to be real or not. Carrots? 
I don't know if it's going to be real or not. Is it some hybrid mix of a fruit I've never eaten before? There you go. A jackfruit and a strawberry? See, that's the question. Do they go like alien type stuff? Do they try no, to make I it like the Pandora so. food where it's like, ooh, hey, you're on the I'll planet. tell you, I really like the Pandora food. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. like cheesecake, but that blueberry cheesecake, I have to get it every single time. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll see. We'll just have to wait. I, I feel like we're going to find out fairly soon. They usually well ahead of time will release these things. But again, they lost their head chef a couple months ago. So somebody's going to come in now and, and, and not necessarily redo all the dishes, but you know, put their stamp on what they want to do. Right. So. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's talk about the other thing now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Trevor, you want to do this one since I think, or didn't, I don't know. Yeah, I'll do it. I, I, all right. I can do it. <laughs> okay. Are you doing it or am I doing it? I'll do it. Fine. Okay, whatever. It. <laughs> <laughs> We're a mess tonight. Yeah. Uh, so will Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway use a virtual queue at opening? This is from Joe, by the way. Uh, and basically how will that work? Having two rides, having a virtual queue. I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but I tend to think that they won't do the virtual queue for Mickey and Minnie's because I just don't feel like that's a, I don't want to, I don't want to say it's not an e-ticket attraction where it's going to be huge lines and 10 hour waits. I don't think that's the case. It might be for the first day. Who knows? But it's not Rise of the Resistance, right? It's not Flight of Passage. It's it's, it's going to be why, a cool why, ride why that I want to go on every that, time. Though? I mean, but, it's going to still going to use Mickey. Pretty, it, number one, it's got the nostalgia and classic sure. feel. And two, I mean, isn't it going to use some pretty you know cool technology or not? It is. Yeah. So, so, listen, so why do you say I'm, that? I'm, I'm, I would line up. I think everything's going to get a virtual queue. I think everything going forward is going to get a virtual queue to start with. You think that's the way they're going to go? I do. And then eventually roll them into fast passes once it quiets yep. down enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't disagree but with you. But how do you, you do that when it's not a land? Mm. I mean, you, you can. I, get, I mean, listen, I understand how you can, but right, it, it's a little different when it's a land with an opening versus a ride. That's the only thing that I kind of go, eh, how do you pull Well, I mean, that's what they're doing now with Rise of the Resistance, though. Yeah, it's. It, it, I mean, the boarding groups are just that. It, you know, they tell yeah. you to come to the ride at that time, and then they scan to make sure that you have a boarding pass. I, I could see them doing the same thing with Mickey's as far as it would running, be a train ticket instead of a boarding pass. Yeah. <laughs> but, th- but then as far as running yeah. both of them at the same time, maybe this, cause they readjusted the tiers at, uh, at Hollywood studios. And I, and I know that fast pass tiers don't have any bearing on this, but maybe they're going to do the same kind of thing where they say, you know, you have to pick one. That'll be interesting. Ooh, a queue or a train ticket. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I, if they do, if they do do it, and, and I'm not saying that they won't, I, I, I tend to sort of agree with you that they might do this going forward. We just, we haven't seen them open a second ride after instituting this for the first time. So they might feel like it's going well enough that sure. Yeah. But let's do this, do this again. It'll be interesting to see how they implement it, uh, with, with this ride. They're going to have to do it for Tron. I feel like they're going to have to. And for guardians too, probably. Right. That's gonna I, be. I, I might actually refuse to go on that ride. <laughs> out of no, <laughs> on, on principle. It, out of oh, on principle, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll take your spot. And I don't even like Guardians. I've never seen the movies anyway, so I'll take your sure. spot. It was supposed to be a lot cooler with the standing up and the launching and all that. So it's still supposed to be pretty cool. Yeah, but uh, but I, I don't know. I think it'll be interesting to see how they handle this. And see. I'm and really- I now have to interrupt you because now I have to go back and talk about Ellen for a second. But what's interesting is I had no idea that, like, I don't know why in my head I always thought Ellen was there on that ride. Yes, she was. 
Yeah, there was an animatronic. Of there her. was an animatronic Ellen in the very beginning. Was there though? Yeah, there was. Yeah, the, you never saw the episode of Ellen's show where they actually brought parts from the animatronic onto her set or somebody wasn't got, it fake though i think it was a fake well no they, they they got like the 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 skin from the animatronic and the clothes and they just put it on a dummy and it looked awful like it looked like a monster but <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah she was right in the beginning there was a there was yeah. an animatronic of her like right when you go in the first room so once that once you start moving anyway i mean yeah so you were probably no, no, no. So hold on, that's not true. See, so now I had a, I had a Wikipedia you you down. So originally the show had no Ellen or Bill Nye. Well, no, originally, oh, it yeah, did. no. That's what I was so, saying. Oh, oh no, no, no. Later, when Ellen came came on board, then they had her in there. But no, well, originally course, no. It did not. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I was watching an episode of it prior to Ellen when okay. there was no Ellen. Oh, it's quite interesting. Yeah, no, there there was no Ellen in the beginning. No. Yes, and I, I just feel like I have to <laughs> give respect to the whole show. I'm sure there'll be some sort of homage in there somewhere. They like you think there's going to be an homage to Ellen in Guardians of the Galaxy? There has to be. They always do that when they they put a new ride in a in a in an old building. They always do some sort of homage. What did they do for Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea? Well, technically, they didn't put. I mean, they put like kind of a whole land over that ride. <laughs> Again, so I'm disproving your point. I don't know. I, I'd have to look it up, but I, I I would bet there's something in maybe the Little Mermaid. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's possible. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, they, they used boycott to have, I know, don't they have boycott one of the and subs? Cosmos Rewind. What's that? I'm boycotting Cosmic Rewind. <laughs> 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 uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Nope. Uh, cool. I, like I said, you know, I'll, I'll gladly stand in line for you, Damon. <laughs> you won't. You have a virtual queue. Well, I'll virtually stand there. Right? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll virtually stand in line. <laughs> well, that brings up another question. So they're going to have to make it eventually. What if they have several virtual queues in different parks? They'll just have to make it. You can only do one virtual queue per day or something. But I think that gets too crazy. Then you're just funneling people around in a weird way. Yeah. Well, but then if you think about it, if they have the virtual queues in each of the parks, the problem is, is the queues fill up so fast. You have to be in the park when it opens. So, you wouldn't be able to get queues across multiple parks anyway, because well, that's true. Unless having multiple ones made it so that it, they weren't filling up so quickly. Uh, okay. Let's pretend if that's it spread not it out happen. a little bit more. I'm saying, you know, <laughs> Is it you had to make a choice. So if it was 1970, maybe, <laughs> yeah, I kind of, I kind of could get on board with that though. Like there's one queue per park and that's kind of what you do. Kind of like it's it's kind of like a fast pass system, really. It takes it back to how the fast pass system was, right? Where you know you showed up the day of, you got on, you got your fast passes for that day. You weren't booking them sixty days out like we are now. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, a fast pass is essentially a virtual queue, just you know, with a predetermined. <laughs> no, return but Trevor time, makes right? a valid point because you can't book them prior. That's what makes them different. Yeah. Yeah. It's very much the old system. Yeah, it's it's definitely similar in in ways for sure. But I, I think the main reason they're doing these virtual queues is be because of you know the operational issues that they know they're going to have with this, right? If if you start throwing fast passes on Rise of the Resistance up front, then you have all these people with fast passes. It breaks down for the day. I think I I, I saw on the app today that they had some some issues. 
I don't I know if it's necessarily today. all of that. It's it's. I think it, it's the whole point of who wants to wait in line for five hours. No, no, yeah. no. I think it's that too. I just think it's it's both things because if you have all these fast passes, then you got to make up these fast passes somehow for these people. Or if you have people waiting in line for ten hours, the ride breaks down for the rest of the day. You got to be like, hey, uh, the five hours you waited, uh, you, you know, waste the time for you. You know, so I, that's why the only reason I think they don't are not doing fast passes slash standby right now, and they will eventually. Obviously, they did with Smuggler's Run, but it's going to take some time for sure. I, I, I don't. And Smuggler's think- Run never had a virtual queue, though. No, 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 no. Smuggler's Run was just standby, but you know that's it didn't have fast pass. You're right, but uh, you know, I, I do think that eventually they're going to have it. For, I mean, they, they have a line built for it. So I, I think what would be great is if you virtual queued in the beginning and then as new attractions came, you did just, you know, what in theory they could have done with smugglers run is, you know, you started out virtual queue and then go to fast pass and then you start something new on virtual queue. That's so how I would rotating. like the system to work. Yeah. Yeah. So that as new rides come in, they get virtual queued and the ride that was prior to it gets fast passed. Yeah. And I don't think they needed really, I guess, to do virtual queue for, for smugglers run, right? Cause I mean, no, it was, I don't pre- think so. It was pretty reliable and it moved a lot of people through and, you know, and they, they, they just, be a good system. they just had everybody line up through the land, which I guess, yeah, like you said, thinking about Mickey's runaway railway, you don't have a land there and where it's located is like right. Right outside. In the center of everything? Yeah, it's it's right in between Toy Story Land and Star Wars. So do you really want a whole bunch of people all shoved into that area, again, waiting, you know, two, three plus hours for that ride? If they're lucky, two, three plus hours. I think it's going to you know, see some five-hour five waits. Right. But the people that want to get in line in the beginning of the day and stay there till they ride it. I, yes. I do think it will be very popular to start out for sure. I think so. I think it's going to be, again, I'm not like bated breath waiting for it, but it will be interesting. I'm sure. Uh, I very much think it's going to be another virtual queue. I, I can't see them. I can't see them wanting to have, uh, again, you know, they, they put all this work into rise of the resistance and the whole point of the virtual queue is to control that crowd expectation, right? You know, you don't want to have the, like you said, those five plus hour waits. You don't want to have it. If it does break down, having to kick a bunch of people out of line, you want to control all of that. So being that again, this is a brand new ride and it just happens to be right next to the other new ride. It, it still makes sense for them to, to virtual queue, both of them. And maybe it'll be people, you know, rushing to get both of them in the same day if they don't restrict it. Which I guess lends itself the question of, is it better to travel in at least <laughs> pairs so that you can both go after each of them? <laughs> well, that's what yeah, I'm saying. I don't think you'll be able you to. That. Could you imagine if they didn't let you, you had to pick one or the other? Would that even be possible? Like, would people just lose their mind? Well, I'm already thinking about that for my October trip is how would I manage that? Because I'm, I have to, you know, have that conversation with my kid. <laughs> well, you just got to do two Hollywood studio days, right? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, just in the morning, you just go for the morning, you ride the ride, and then you go elsewhere. Or, you know, go elsewhere while you're waiting for your virtual queue boarding group or train ticket or whatever we're going to call it uh, to come up, right? 
I don't know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Find all this. I, I, I'm trying to pretend I'm okay with that, but in my head, I'm not okay with that. <laughs> You're not okay with that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that just might be what happens, though. I mean, right? It just might be. Who knows what's going to happen with this? And maybe they'll only have a virtual queue for the first couple weeks or the first month, or and then they'll feel comfortable doing fast passes after that. I, I I kind of subscribe to the theory that the only reason we don't know anything about what they're doing yet is they're not entirely sure it's going to be ready to open on March fourth. Just that's just my that's guess. True. It's already been delayed once, so. Mm. All right, Tom, we need an ad. Okay, we can do an ad then. Are you a frequent Disney visitor and want to save hundreds, even thousands on your next Disney trip? The DVC Rental Store wants to help you book your dream vacation for less. DVC members, great news for you too. Want to rent your points for some quick cash? DVC Rental Store wants to work with you, and they are currently renting out points at a record pace. For years, the DVC Rental Store has been helping guests stay at Disney Deluxe Resorts at an affordable price while also paying members the highest for their points. Want to learn more? Go to dvcrentalstore.com or call 1-855-DVC-RENT. That's 1-855-382-7368. Of course, let them know that Welcome Home sent you so that they know that you heard about them uh, on this show. Again, that's dvcrentalstore.com, 1-855-DVC-RENT. Let them know that Welcome Home uh, sent you their way. So check them out. Uh, again, we always appreciate when you support the people that support us. Uh, and, and they're a great company to work with. They're, they're one of the leading uh, companies in uh, DVC rentals. So again, members, check them out if you want to rent your points out or if uh, you want to save a whole bunch of money. I actually just, before we determined that my in-laws were going to stay with us, we were looking at DVC rental store to rent a room for them uh, so they could stay at Saratoga with us and not pay rack rate, which was like $450, $500, whatever it was uh, for, for a room at Saratoga. And it was going to save them like a ton of money. It was going to be a couple thousand dollars. So definitely check that out. DVC rental store.com. I think if my parents come with us for Thanksgiving next year for a few days, we're going to do the same thing. Uh, yeah. It's, it's definitely a great way to, to, to stay at DVC resorts for a lot cheaper. So yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm too tired. I, I'm going to have to go. I think this is the problem with recording on a Friday night, so I'm going to speed round the rest of this stuff. Oh, man, I'm <laughs> well, tired on Friday. Let's talk about the fast pass changes. I can't even. I'm going to have to speed that, too. I'm okay. like I'm like zonking out over here. Do I care about the fast pass changes for Smuggler's Rum? Um, it makes sense, but that's, yeah, fine, great, whatever. Actually, really, the biggest thing I want to talk about is... I want to talk about the sporks, man, really. And you guys really You want to talk about end. the sporks? We can talk about the sporks. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to look at the rest of the stuff, so alternatives for boarding groups. I don't really care about that. Um, you don't care about the Spider-Man closing, thing? I don't care. Well, that was the only other thing. Spider-Man thing and the sporks. That's all I really want to talk about. And then I'm going to go. <laughs> so I'm going to just flip the script, and we're talking about sporks and stuntronics. Which all one right. first? Let's talk sporks. sporks. Let's, yeah, let's talk all sporks. All right. So space sporks are going to be and, and the question is why only in Disneyland? So space sporks are now on sale at Dock and Bay. No, they're at Disney World now too. Oh, are they? Okay, in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland, but Tom says they're also in Disney World. They are the ones that were being thefted all over the place. They're metal. They feature. A, why are you telling us they feature a watch before you sticker? I, of course they should, right? And they're the pouch has a printed just giving Star you Wars word. What is it down the middle? Property of Dock and Bay Seven. Blah blah blah. And they, they're, they're $11. As somebody who has the animator's palette butter thingy, which I paid for, unlike some people that just stole them and ruined it for everybody, uh, I would say that I'd be down for getting some sporks. So there's your market right there. I was wondering who was going to buy sporks and Damon's oh, going to buy, yeah, I'm going to buy sporks. 
See, because to me, that's the ultimate Disney thing. The animator's palette butter scooper knifey thing is the best because you take it out, you go, well, oh, I want some butter on my bread. Oh, remember being on Disney Cruise Line? Yeah, that was awesome. It, it brings back the memory with just the sporks. So I'm down for that. Well, I think obviously the reason that they did this was because people were stealing these. They, they, and then people used- were mad when they took them away. Yeah, and they were mad when they took them away. People were stealing them and selling them for outrageous prices on eBay. I I, I don't remember what the last prices were, but they were way more than eleven dollars. I'll tell you that. Uh, and so Disney obviously took it away because of that. And I I think it's funny that they put property of Docking Bay Seven on it. That's pretty funny. Makes it th- seem like you stole it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, my theory on this was that they had a bunch of inventory of this lying around and didn't know what to do with them after they pulled them and were just like, well, why don't we sell them? No, I don't think so. I think you don't they, think so. No, I think somebody was like, you know, it'd be a really good idea. Oh, I think, I think after that, yes, they're going to continue producing them and then, and then sell them. But I'm just saying like that was the original, the, the genesis of this idea. I think, I think eBay I was agree. the genesis of this idea. Oh, it's like, yeah, hmm. people will pay for the sporks, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was exactly as they probably manufactured them thinking, yeah, this will be a cool little thing in the park. And then when they saw that people were, you know, going in a frenzy over them, it's like, okay, fine. Price tag. Yeah. Why not? Right. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Right. <laughs> I do think it's interesting that they're selling these. I, I, I would have, I wouldn't. Can you buy I, them online a lot of too or is it only at the park? What's that? Can you buy them online or is it only at the park? I actually don't know the answer to that i don't think they're on well you shop disney i was gonna say you can't buy any of the other stuff from galaxy's edge online can you i don't know that's a good question i really haven't looked to be totally honest i'm not a big Hmm. souvenir guy (laughs) why i don't know you just ruin everything you get is that what it is what's that (laughs) you just ruin it all by opening exactly ruin it all by um you know by opening it and uh, using it. I mean, but with Damon, is this a thing that you'd have to buy two of one that you'd actually use and then one you would keep in the package or is this one acceptable? So that's to pretty much that how I live my life these days. So when I find something I like, my wife is always like, why are you buying two of those? What if I can't get it again when I want it? So yes, I would probably say I would buy a set of, let's see, there's five of us. I'd buy seven of them. Wow. Yeah. So, I envision that you're going to eventually just have a second house where you just have an exact copy. No, I have a 1700 square foot attic is what I have. There you go. <laughs> Put all your stuff in there. Yes. Yeah. That, I mean, that, that'll fill up eventually and you, you'd be, it's pretty big. You man. Can just, you know, have a second. It's pretty house big. And you can just, you know. You know, you buy things for house A and then you just put the second one house B and save it for later. I have a lot of that. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, a lot of that is exists in this house already, but a lot of it is in storage in the attic or the garage or the closets or things like that. But I have two of, if I like, here, here's a perfect example. So the headphones I have on for when we record the show, they're monster end tunes and I really like them. So I bought three pairs. So just, yeah. And then, and then what happens is there's one that I'll use and then two have to stay in the box. And then if I ended up going through a set of the ones, then I'd still have to have two and spare. I'd always have to have one spare regardless. That's how I do. I like having that one spare. So yeah, seven sporks for me. Just in case it gets discontinued or you can't buy it. Exactly. Exactly. So there's not one that you would keep to be on display 
that you would have to keep together. It's just so if you it breaks or it gets discontinued or, or somebody steals it, it from my house, right? <laughs> Maybe somebody steals it from my house. That's true. Yes. I'm just imagining a dinner party at your house now where you just you're putting out the the silverware and the it's just you just have a spork there. You have your space sporks. Just one, well again, you have to remember if I was having a dinner party in my house, I'd put a spork for myself and nobody else. And then that's how I know the rest of my sporks are safe. Oh, okay. It's, it's, it's like my figment over there. I know he's safe. You know, yeah, you know nothing's going to happen to your figment. He's in a box. Not only is he in a box, there's still bubble wrap around the box. So figment's well, I mean, really safe. Don't you want to like see him? I've seen pictures of him online. That's good enough so, for me. You don't want to see him through the window? <laughs> no. He needs to be safe. <laughs> he's safe where he is. He's got to stay. He's got to stay in there forever. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's funny. Uh, anything else about the spork? You want to talk about Spider Man? Let's talk about Spider Man so I can go to bed. And then, and then Trevor and I can talk about the rest of this. Yes. So, I, I, of those that haven't seen this, this is pretty, I think this is very cool. It's going to fall it, on somebody. That's all I'm saying. It's gonna I, fall. I'm assuming they're going to do this over, like, it's going to look like he's flying above, right above you. I, or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe it's really going to fly directly over people. But basically, Disney created a technology a couple of years ago, and there's YouTube videos on this. You can look it up, where there are animatronics that are not like attached to anything, basically, and can do like poses in midair. They basically shoot the thing through a slingshot, and then it can do poses in midair. And it's, they're calling they're like stunt robots. And a lot of people wondered what the application for the, these were going to be. You know, you could probably use them in movies, but also for shows in the parks. So it turns out Disney just announced that they're going to have Spider-Man basically, and it's one of these robots, just flying over Avengers Campus, I guess, randomly throughout the day? I, I don't know. I think he's going to be over buildings, though. He's not going to fly over people, is my guess. I, I would think he wouldn't. I would think he would go over backstage areas just to be careful, right? Yeah. But I mean, do you think this is going to be, be fun if you got tackled by Spider-Man stuntronic robot? Oh, that'd be oh, funny. The They're probably pretty heavy, I would think. Well, that's probably true too. It might crush you. That wouldn't be good news. <laughs> it's a lawsuit waiting to happen right there. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I mean, it's, so he's doing like poses in midair and like tumbling, and it's pretty cool when you look at the video. I mean, I mean it, it's, it, it is. But do I want to see that, or do I just want to see Spider-Man in the park? dressed up, taking pictures with them. Like, what is the benefit here besides making me run into people that stop to look in the air? <laughs> well, I mean, I think you'll still be able to meet Spider-Man. And it's just, it'll, it'll, this will just be another thing that they're doing, right? This That's going to stop thing. people in the middle of the park so I can walk into the back of them. You're, yeah, you're just going to bump into people. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I feel like. This is going to be like a social media thing, though. Like, how many people are going to post this? All I mean, this is going to be a thing, I feel like. No, because he's going to do the same thing. It's not like it's anything like different after it's the first time. It's going to be pretty cool to see in person, though, don't you think? No, not really. <laughs> You're really not into this at all. I think it's awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I want to go to Disneyland just to see this, and I'm hoping they do something with this at Disney World. I have no idea what they would do it with. I was trying to think of what character they could do it with, but that would uh, do Peter Pan. Dramatic. Good. Peter Pan flying yeah. through the air. Oh yeah, that's good. Trevor, are, does are, are, do, what do you think of this? I, I'm psyched about this. Damon seems kind of eh about it. Um, uh, I'm, I think it's awesome. Um, kind of one of the comments that I made on our, on our Facebook chat was I, I'm actually kind of waiting for the day when it fails and not, not like, 
That's what Damon was just saying too. Yeah. When it lands on somebody, no, 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 not when it lands on somebody, but so Trevor's so looking for Spider-Man to take out the Juggernaut right in the middle of the park. No, uh, so no, I'm I'm thinking because it's it's a robot and it's you know programmed to to do certain movements in the air. Is I just think it, uh, I'm more amused at the idea of it you know, failing to do its movements. You just kind of see a lifeless body <laughs> flying through the air. <laughs> trebuchet. trebuchet. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Oh man. I, I mean, I, I can see that happening. It's, it's certainly a possibility. I'm sure it's going to fail at some point, right? Yeah. I, I mean, that, that, that's the thing is that these things always fail like I shouldn't say they always fail, but there's there's always a moment where you know it doesn't go the way it was supposed to, and I just think this one in particular will be rather amusing to watch. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't disagree with that. I I I just think it's neat, and, and I think when they designed this, and I remember watching the original video on YouTube about it, my I think everyone's immediate thought was, oh, Avengers, like oh, you know, Marvel, because it's it's very superhero esque the things they were having uh, these these robots do, so. Uh, I, I think it's really interesting. I, I, it's one of those different things that makes you go to Disney, right? It, it's not something you're going to see really in any other park, which is kind of cool. So I don't know. I'm psyched for it. I think it's really neat. Cool. I think that was it for me. I think yeah, the rest it? of the you're stuff gonna go is... to bed. You're going to leave us. Dude, I'm exhausted today. I don't know what it is. It's a Friday. We, we usually don't record. I have like Saturday and Sunday to kind of like rest up a little bit for the show. The Super Bowl's throwing us off. That's- Super Bowl's throwing us off. Usually on a Friday, I mean, gosh, it's 8.40. I'm not going to lie. There's most Fridays I'm sleeping by 8.30. <laughs> yeah, remember, like, I'll be up at 5.30 a.m. tomorrow for everybody else. So it's not like I'm sleeping until 11. You know, sun's still got practice tomorrow. So, And then paintball. So it's going to be a long day for me regardless. But yeah, I think that was it. I mean, the, the Disneyland, you know, parade stuff, you know, it, it's until I'm there. What if I become like a, I go to Disneyland and become like a huge fanboy? I think that would be amazing. <laughs> I, I'm seriously hoping that you do. Cause yeah, you, I, I just went through this with a coworker and he, he had never been to Disney before and he's now absolutely in love with it. And I feel that you will kind of go down the same path. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'll be I'll be very interested that episode after you come back from that trip to hear what you think of Disneyland. I, I kind of can't wait for that. Yeah, I mean we're we're it's it's a while away, so you got a little bit to uh, to wait, but it will be definitely be interesting for sure. Well, I bid you guys adieu and um, have a fun rest of the show, and uh, I'm going to bed. I believe. Thanks, uh, yeah. Well, uh, till till next episode. Until next episode, yeah. we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. So, uh, speaking of Disneyland, by the way, Trevor, and I don't know if you've gone deep on on, on uh, Disney Plus, but I stumbled upon something the other day. I think it's called Seasons of Change. I have to look it up, oh. but it's essentially uh, Walt Disney's uh, World of Color, and he's taking you through all of the things uh, changing at Disneyland. Uh, so like they, they have on their footage from like the opening of, of, uh, uh, it's a small world and some like, you know, celebrating anniversaries and stuff like that. It's really cool. It's a really neat like view of the past. Wait, this isn't the Imagineering story, is it? No, different. This is actual footage from like back in, this is just actual, the Walt Disney specials. 
Oh, uh, oh, yeah. like the, and, the ones that they used to run on, like yeah, like Sundays. Okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and the footage looks incredible. I don't know. If, I'm assuming they, you know, re- redid it, but it, it looks fantastic, and it's really cool to to see a lot of this stuff. And I, I'd seen clips from this before. Where, you know, they, in various documentaries and imaginary show and, and all sorts of places like that. But this is like Walt Disney narrating him going through things that are changing at Disneyland. And it's, it's pretty cool. I'll have to look up the actual name of it because I, I don't remember the exact name, but it was seasons of something. But it was definitely kind of a cool find of like old Disney stuff on Disney plus. Hmm. Yeah. You'll definitely, you should definitely check it out. Let me see if I can find it real quick here. Stalled, uh, Trevor. <laughs> oh, Disneyland <laughs> around the seasons. That's it. Disneyland around the seasons. Okay, now I, I'm going to have to look this up when we're done here. <laughs> yeah, it's Walt Disney talks about Disneyland in 1966, and mm. it's it's only 51 minutes long, but it's it's literally just like footage, old footage from Disneyland, and Walt Disney's narrating. It's it's super cool. It's if you like that old style like walt disney you know presents stuff like it's it's really neat it's also just kind of cool to see you know 60 years ago basically what the parks were like so so for those that don't know and this was all over facebook for for quite a while here smugglers run is now going to start offering fast pass plus starting on february 19th meaning that you can reserve fast passes for February 19th and on. But I think the big news here is that the fast pass tiers have changed again at Hollywood studios, which, you know, when we announced that the change, uh, when we talked about on the show, when they changed them originally, I think it was like maybe back in August last year. I think that was when they announced that. If I remember correctly, I'm trying to remember when we actually talked about it, but it hasn't been that long, but I, I think we, we, discussed how we felt like it was going to be very temporary that they were set up like they were because they they were set up awfully right the the yeah. the, the whole tier system was terrible at oh yeah it, it it sucked when we were there in november absolutely yeah so uh, for us too right so it was it was awful so now it's i think the 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 world is back in order again right it, it, yeah we're we're back to a, a more logical approach to this so essentially what we're going to have now is Smuggler's Run is going to be Tier 1, Slinky Dog Dash is Tier 1, everything else Tier 2, which is perfect. Yeah. I think. Yeah, so I, I think this is a – I'm so glad that they made this change finally. I, we always thought it was going to be temporary, right? So we never thought that this was going to be forever. Yeah, I mean, but, th- there's no way that they could have left it the way that it was. I mean, the with – I think we said it back then that the whole reason for it was because they knew that a lot of big changes were coming to the park and obviously they they've gotten past the hump of it now. So, exactly. so I'm glad the one that I'm actually kind of glad about is toy story mania. Isn't oh, yeah. in tier one anymore. Cause I remember it used to be. And for, for my wife, that's one of the few rides that she can do there. <laughs> so oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's cause like tower of terror and rock and roller coaster. She, she doesn't sure. do well on those. So, so I'm glad that that's at least one that, that we can book and actually same thing with twilight or tower terrors is, um, last trip we, I was planning to do it and we ended up not doing it because the lineup was over an hour. And again, you, we couldn't get any fast passes for it. So. 
Yeah, and that's I'm, I'm actually a little surprised that Toy Story uh, Midway Mania is not on there. So, or to- I guess it's just Toy Story Mania now. I think they actually changed the name. Yeah, uh, but I'm surprised it's not on there. I would have assumed that it is, uh, that it would be right. So, but I, I think because Slinky Dog is kind of the the big ride in Toy Story yeah. Land now. Yeah, it took its place. Which again, no, I'm, I, I'm okay. With. I think that makes total sense. Yeah. When do you think they're going to add Toy Story four characters into into Toy Story Mania. Cause there's an obvious tie in from the Toy Story four characters, the, the ones that Key and Peel play, like you mm-hmm. can easily put them into that ride, right? And the, the whole idea of that ride is so that they can upgrade it easily without having to shut it down pretty much, right? Yeah, it's true. Cause they, they would just have to add scenes with, uh, with the yeah. two of them. Yeah, That's right. I, I'm surprised they haven't done it yet. Yeah, I guess, I guess I was thinking about, it. I was really originally going to say, cause did you know that they released uh, a Wii U version? Or not Wii, Wii and Wii U version, like oh, the really? Nintendo consoles. Yeah, you you could get the Toy Story Mania games on uh, video game consoles. That's cool. So, are there different games in there, or is it all the same? Uh, actually, I I don't remember. <laughs> I, okay, I played well, it. <laughs> I played it years ago. I'm I'm I recall it, it's. I think the games are like ninety percent accurate. I think there's a few things that they don't do, but. Okay. Again, they, they released it as uh, alongside when the ride came out. But if they go and update the ride, I, I mean, I guess nobody's really going to care because, you know, it's a, it's an old game. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm, hmm. I'm just surprised with they've been doing it with Star Tours where they've been updating it when the new movies come out and they haven't been doing that with Toy Story. That's true. Yeah. If they, I guess if they didn't update it, then. Yeah, it becomes stale, right? And then yeah, yeah, it seems like it'd be way easier to do Toy Story too, right? Like they don't have to they they have to program all these new movements into the into Star Tours, but they they wouldn't have to do that with Toy Story Mania. Like they just just add in a new game. I mean, it seems pretty straightforward, but I don't know. I'm sure they will eventually. I, I'm just surprised they haven't done it yet. But uh, listen, these fast pass tier, fast pass tiers are great. I'm psyched about it. I'm glad it happened before my trip. Makes me happy. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I mean, again, I'm, I'm not going till October, but I'm already thinking about how I'm going to do my fast passes for, <laughs> it, it, it kind of played into the discussion about the, you know, making more than one day at Hollywood studios is that yeah. I, I would rather get a lot of these done in one day. And that's, that's what fast passes allow for, obviously. Well, and with the virtual queue, you kind of, in a, in a way, is, assuming it's still around when you go, you're kind of getting four fast passes, right? I mean, in a way. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Mean, the virtual queue is kind of a fast it, pass by a different name. It's its own thing. And then smugglers. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Right. Until we find out what they're doing with Mickey and Minnie, right? So. Yeah. Which then, I'm assuming we'll find out soon. Yeah. I, I'm. I didn't get a chance to say this earlier when Dane was here, but I, I think we're, if we don't get the queue or the virtual queue, they'll probably just do no fast passes for it. Just do standby only. Yeah. They, they'll treat it the same as smugglers run is what I think that for the first little while they won't, they won't offer fast passes at all until it calms down and they kind of have a good handle on how the ride's supposed to operate. You know what? That's really interesting. I, I hadn't thought about them doing that, but it makes total sense that they could do it that way as opposed to doing the virtual queue. It, it, that, that makes complete sense that they would just do standby only. 
Yeah. It wouldn't be ideal because then again, you're, you're still in the same boat where I guess what it turns into is that, you know, you, you've got, you're still coming into the park, getting your boarding pass, but then everybody is the same as what we did for smugglers run is everybody's running up to the front of the park or to wherever the rope drop line is yeah. and then making a beeline for Mickey and Minnie's. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. That's interesting. I, I, I'm kind of leaning now towards them doing standby only now that you're saying that. I, that kind of makes sense to me. Yeah. And, and you know, plus those, those, uh, that ride should be pretty efficient. I, I'm assuming it's going to move a lot of people through pretty quickly. That would be my guess. Uh, but I, I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to find out. But uh, those trackless rides, assuming it's working correctly, it is a complicated technology, but assuming that it's working well, I think they have pretty high throughput. You know, they, they do pretty well as far as moving crowds. So. I think it really comes down to more how good the loading and unloading is, right? That's true. That's true. It'll it'll be it'll be really interesting to find out how they do this because I, I think famously after Hagrid's opened and there was a ten hour line, I, I seem to remember an Imagineer coming out and saying in an interview, "If you have a ten hour standby line, then you failed <laughs> at a shot with a shot at Universal." You know. Uh, so I, I'm sure they don't want that scenario, but I don't, I, again, I, I, as, as much as I'm excited about this, I don't know if the general Disney population is really excited about mini, mini Mickey's. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I guess I haven't heard the same hype around it, but I mean, it's Mickey's first ride. How could you not be, how could you not be hyped? About yeah. It, right. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I don't know. It's, it, it's kind of, it, it's so weird after star Wars land opened, right? Like, like yeah. it, it feels like that was like the, the high point and you know, they're never going to beat it, but there's all these other things, or I shouldn't say never. I mean, I, yeah, that, that's stupid. You mean, well, cause that was a whole land. Like they, yeah. we don't have any other lands being planned, right? Not right now, but, the, but no. some of these rides though, it, it's not just about the land, like these rides are, they're always trying to better themselves, but it's hard to imagine right now better than what we what we just got right <laughs> that's true that's true that, that's that's true i i don't know i we'll have to find out right I, I mean you know maybe they'll do some mind-blowing stuff in the guardians right i mean i think we pretty much know what to expect from ratatouille because that exists already right yeah uh and we don't really but, but we don't really know what to expect from Minnie and mickey's because we've only they've only they've shown only little pieces of this and it, they keep showing little pieces of it but it's not you really don't have any idea of what the full ride experience is going to look like at all. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. You're right. It's, it, it's cause they keep saying it's this 2.5 D thing. So it, you know, it's like a cartoon, but not really a cartoon is that I guess in my head, I keep going back to the, those scenes from Roger rabbit when they were in Toontown. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> but, yeah. That's funny. I, so I, I'm interested. I'm excited about it. I, we weren't even talking about that, but it, it, an interesting, the next thing that we had on here was that the Disney, Disney's actually doing some surveys about the boarding groups and, uh, you know, kind of polling guests to see if they prefer an alternative to the boarding groups. Uh, so, you know, the, and the survey basically asks, they can choose, uh, you know, which of the following, uh, would you have preferred? And I guess this is people that have already done Rise of the Resistance, right? So which of the following would you have preferred in, cho- in, 
preferred choice in order to ride Rise of the Resistance. And so the options are virtual key system that was currently used, a combination of limited fast passes and waiting in the standby line, you know, similar to what we already have, or standby lines only. So I, I think that brings up an interesting question. Which do you prefer? Now, given I have not used the virtual queue system, but it makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, I think it's a smart way to go about things. And I know some people seem to hate it. I get it. A lot of people don't want to get there at opening. And, and I understand that. I, but I guess for me, if you want to ride something bad enough, you're going to show up for at opening for it regardless, right? Even if they just had a standby line only, you're still going to have gigantic crowds that show up at three o'clock in the morning to line up for the thing. Uh, so you're still going to end up waiting in a 10 hour line anyway, if you, if you don't show up early. So if I see a lot of people that, you know, have criticized it and it's like, well, you know, what, what are you going to do otherwise? Uh, you do the fast pass system, but then again, people are going to complain. Oh, I, I couldn't get a fast pass for it. I try, you know, people already complain now they can't get flight of passage or slinky. Right. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I guess the way I look at that is, you know, it does become more and more of a problem as the, uh, you know, the fast pass availability goes further and further out because like you said, you know, with, with flight of passage and everything, you, you have to be on there, you know, 30, 60 days ahead of time. Like, like you have to plan your day out a month ahead of time Yeah. with the, with the virtual queue. It like, like I said before, it, it takes it back to kind of how it was before where, you know, you have to be in the park to get into the line to ride the ride further to that. I I actually think I like the virtual queue system, but I think they should, they should expand. It's not expand on it, but they should modify it so that it's, they can adjust it so that it's not a situation where everybody is, you know, sitting, everybody's crowded in their first thing in the morning to get, fast passes for the entire day. Like it it would be nice if they could find a way to do it so that, you know, so many of them were released for like the morning and then by the afternoon there's another set. So it's because kind of like the backup boarding groups they have now, but maybe they just don't release those until later. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I've, I've also seen people talk about like a lottery system where you do it the night before, but then I think the problem becomes no shows, right? They're trying to shove as many people as possible into this thing. So, you know, having people that are in the park, you, you know, you probably have a much higher confidence that those people are going to ride and not no show you than the people that, you know, if you did it the day before, I would think. Yeah. I don't know. No, I don't disagree with that. I like trying to space them out throughout the day. I guess it's just like, what, when do you do it? Right. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the thing is that it's hard because somebody's always going to be trying to game that system or trying to get the advantage on it. So I guess how, how do you really do it so that it's fair for everybody? But then I guess fair for everybody also kind of means, you know, you snooze, you lose, I guess. Well, I don't think there is any fair for everybody, right? Like no matter what system you have in place. So my, my sister's going, my sister's going tomorrow to ride rise of the resistance. Although she's not going to try tomorrow because they're getting in after park opening. Right. But she's, she said to me, she's like, Oh, so what time should I get there? Like four o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, no, it was like getting there earlier does not matter. And she's like, well, that's not fair. It should be first come first serve. And I'm like, 
Well, that's not fair to you because you you can get there at four o'clock in the morning. But what about people with kids or what about people that are, you know, just showing up like for that one day? What about, you know, people that have special needs that maybe can't get there that early? I don't know. There's a lot of reasons why you can't do it that way. I don't think there's any way that's completely fair, but I do think what they're doing right now is as fair as it can be in my mind. But I don't know. Yeah, I I just... <laughs> I I know well, that uh, it's fair, except again in my head I'm going yeah, but I don't want to get up early to to do that because I I'm I, I'm you know I'm somebody that that would go later in the day and do like an evening thing, and right now there's not an option for that. Like there's no way there. I get that. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, you, <laughs> like with, with flight of passage, right? Let's say flight of passage. If you wanted to you know, get on that in the early days and you couldn't get a fast pass, you had to show up for rope drop. And even then it was going to be long wait, right? Yeah, that's so, true. So I, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is here. I, I do think they're trying to do the best that they can here. And I, I do think they made the right decision to make it so that everybody could only get it once the park opened. I, you know, obviously there's like safety concerns and, and also costs. I mean, it costs Disney money to have people showing up at four o'clock in the morning to ride this thing. Uh, but it's, it's one of those things where I, I, I think they're testing it and kind of doing different things with it and trying to figure out what the best way to do it is. But I don't know if there is any great way. I mean, obviously this ride is amazing from what everyone's saying, uh, and, and everybody wants to ride it. So it's like, what do you do? Right? Mm. It's like, they can't stop people from coming. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't want to, they don't want to, I, yeah, I would bet you, I, I mean, how much you want to bet that Hollywood studios is going to, you know, this year is going to be the second most attended Disney park. You think so? Oh yeah, I think it's going to jump past Epcot and Animal Kingdom, no problem. Or it's probably—I think it's third on the. Well, I don't know what it's on the list. As a yeah, question. I was going to say Epcot for sure. Animal Kingdom, I—I I still feel, I don't feel there's quite enough to do in Hollywood Studios still, but I don't know. Maybe maybe that's just a personal thing. Yeah, I mean, maybe once I mean once Minnie and Mickey's opens back up, they're pretty much. I feel like they're pretty much back to where they were pre pre-closure of everything you know pre right. back when they the, they had the movie tour i mean uh, the the studio tour and uh one of Stump my favorite personal stuff i love that show i i was so <laughs> sad when that show went away i absolutely love that show uh the, i was i was really bummed that that went away but i under listen it's you know things have to go away i'm just glad they didn't get rid of muppets but that's another story that's going down for a one-day refurbishment or a couple-day refurbishment did you see that no, I didn't see that. Yeah, it's going down for, I don't remember if it was one day or it might have been like a week or something like that, but, uh, they got to fix some stuff, I guess, which makes sense. That rides, I mean, that show is old as can be. They really should update the movie too. The, the movie is pretty old at this point. Yeah. It's still great. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I still enjoy it, but yeah, the, the, the 3D a- animation thing in it was, yeah, it's, yeah, it's not, it, it's not aging well. <laughs> It's not aging well. I, but I do love it. Listen, I will always go there. But oh, yeah. When we went there in October, like a lot of the seats were broken. Some of the effects weren't working. Like it really needed to be, you know, some, like the thing at the end where, where the Swedish chef blows the whole thing up. Like some of the walls weren't disappearing. I even think the cannon didn't even come out. I think it was just an explosion. Oh, really? <laughs> Nothing. Cause, cause yeah. that was all working when we, we went in on it in uh, November 
and Maybe all those effects were working. Then, but, yeah. So yeah. yeah, it sounds like it just needs some some TLC. But uh yeah. I guess speaking of things going away. Oh, um, look at that transition. That yeah. professional. Um so the Pirates League in Magic Kingdom is closing in the summer. Which I, I don't I don't know how I feel about this because you know, I, I asked my son if he wanted to to do the Pirates League. So so basically the Pirates League is like the equivalent of Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, but it's uh you know, getting your kids pirate dressed up themed. like yeah, it's it's pirate themed. But you know, I asked my kid if he wanted to do it once and he was like, no, like he, he looked at it and he wasn't, he wasn't too interested. And I honestly can't say, I, I guess for the amount of times that I've seen, you know, little girls done up like princesses versus little boys walking around dressed up as pirates, you don't see the Fraction. pirates. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it just was Fraction. not popular. And, and so it kind of makes sense that they're closing it, but uh, the thing to note is that it's, uh, the, I guess they're still going to offer some of these things at Bibbidi, one of the Bibbidi Bobby boutique locations. Yeah. So, so there's still, there's still some options there. Cause they, they've, they made, they made Bibbidi Bobby boutique bigger. They, they had just expanded it. So maybe they did that with this in mind. They're trying to consolidate a little bit, uh, and not have a specific location just for this. Right. I guess I don't know, but you're right. You you don't you don't really see a lot of kids walking around as pirates. You just don't. It's it's yeah. not a popular thing. And obviously, this is something that Disney charges money for. So if it was making them money and popular, they would keep it, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean th- that's exactly it. Is if if it was if they I guess if they had lineups for it, it would still be there. But yeah, I I can count. I think every time we've gotten off of pirates, like you walk by and there's like a, there's a, a room or there's a, like a, it's not a window. It's like a, like a cage and you're supposed to see, you know, kids on the other side doing the pirates league stuff. And every single time we've gotten off of pirates, you walk by and I always see somebody looking in there and it's just empty chairs. Yeah. It's, it's so you're totally right about that. I mean, it's always yeah. sad when they discontinue stuff, but you have to understand when it's something's not popular, why keep it? It just doesn't make any sense. I, I understand from a business perspective why they wouldn't keep it, but, and, and I'm glad that they're going to still have options for boys at, you know, at Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. You know, that, that's good that they still have that option available. If you want to do it, you just do it in a different location. And, and I guess hopefully that means that that space in pirates will be used for something else. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So what do they use that space for now? Right. So I guess we'll have to see and find out and, and wait. It's, it's interesting that they're giving a ton of advance notice on this because this is, it's not going out until uh, July 27th, 2020. So you've got five whole months here to, 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 uh, to accommodate that. If you really badly have to get this in before, <laughs> before it ends, uh, you know, now, you know, you have five months to get that done. So yeah, I, I think it's more that, yeah, people are, scheduling vacations and anybody that really wants to do this, giving them fair warning on it versus shutting it down like a week before a trip. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's nice. Yeah. It's nice of them to do that. So, I mean, you know, like I said, it's sad. It's sad to see it go, but I understand. Yeah. So I think the only other thing we had on here was, uh, the new parade that they're doing at Disneyland, 
the the magic happens uh mm-hmm. and and they've released some uh some pictures of of what the, so i guess concept art of what this parade's going to look like it looks pretty cool yeah i mean it, sorry i i actually haven't looked at these floats yet <laughs> just give me a sec you got to take a look at it yeah i i, I give you oh, pictures wow. and everything <laughs> I, I, okay, they're, I they're like, really neat i like that sword in the stone one that like that's that's pretty cool yeah well mostly because you don't see sword in the stone stuff all that often right other than the sword in the stone in the middle of yeah but you don't like (laughs) yeah you don't actually like see the characters like you know you don't you don't see the characters and you don't other than the the actual stone being there so yeah merlin hasn't like been around like he used to walk around the park in disneyland oh yeah he hasn't been around for years well, and, and kind of what it seems like just looking at this, some of the, it, it looks like they're doing some lesser known stuff in this parade, you know? It's, they, they have Princess and the Frog, which given, listen, Princess and the Frog is that. the main part of the stage show at, at Disney World. But, and I, I'm trying to think, do they have a float in, in Tiana uh, has her own meet and greets and stuff in New Orleans she Square. She does. Yeah. She does, but do, do they have a float in the, uh, three o'clock parade, uh, which na- whose name is escaping me uh, festival of fantasy, um, at, at Disney world. I don't, I'm trying to remember if they have a float or not. No, but I've, what have I seen her? They have I've, that show. I've seen her. Castle. I've seen yeah. her on a float and I can't, was it paint the night? Maybe it was paint the night that I saw Tiana on. <laughs> I know I've seen her on a float, but I can't remember which one. And there's somewhere. <laughs> yeah. She's existed yeah. somewhere. I know yeah. she has. <laughs> yeah, her Yeah, actually yeah, I think it was her and Naveen were were in Paint the Night. But it was it was part of a larger like princess float. They didn't have their own float. I hope I'm not misremembering yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> now I can't remember the name of the show that happens in front of the castle uh every like seemingly every forty five minutes during the day at uh at at um Disney World. What the heck is the name of that um, show? Oh gosh. Oh. Now okay, you've done it because now I can't remember. Uh it's I not Festival remember. of Fantasy, it's Oh. Okay. <laughs> Royal Friendship Fair? No. I think I Yeah, no, I think it is. I swear. You got me. Now we're just now we're just Googling. <laughs> Boom. Win for me. Mickey's Royal Friend. Okay. Mickey's Royal right. Friendship Fair. Okay. All right. All right. You got that one. <laughs> look, look at me remembering stuff. Uh, <laughs> so we actually watched that show like three times when we were there in, in October because we kept catching it and my daughter was just transfixed by it. So it was like, all right, I guess we have to stop and watch this. It's fine. <laughs> but I, I like it. It's got, a, it's got some catchy songs to it, but you're, but they have a big part in that. Uh, you know, Tiana and, and Navina are a big part of that. They have a whole segment in there. Um, and I, I like that they're doing some of these things for, I don't want to say the less popular ones, but, uh, but Tangled is, is not viewed as, as, you know, pop, as popular as some of the other ones, like, I think, even though Tangled's a great movie. Uh, but, but there's a whole Tangled float in. You're right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's nice that they have these things in the parades. Yeah. I, I guess, okay. Maybe it depends on where you are because uh, at least for me, like Tangled is, it, it was popular when it came out and at least in my circle of friends, it still gets talked about. So I don't know. No, I listen, yeah. I agree with you. I think Tangled is great. I just don't, it's not as popular as Frozen, let's say, you know? Oh, well, okay. <laughs> well, well, 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think that's a fair comparison. A fair comparison. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. I, I watched Tangled today with my daughter that has the flu. So <laughs> we've gotten into this thing now with Disney Plus where I'll be like, do you want to watch Mulan? No. You know, you know how toddlers are and mm-hmm. they just kind of say no to everything. So I, I literally will go through the entire list of Disney animated movies and she will say no to every single one of them. I'm like, all right, guess we're watching Tangled. Like, <laughs> I'll just pick something and then she'll watch it anyway. <laughs> so, so, so you, um, need, you need to be prepared to that she'll latch onto one show and you're going to watch it about 500 times. Cause... Well, usually that's Frozen, but lately she hasn't wanted to watch Frozen. Usually she's transfixed by Frozen, but. I don't know. Lately, Frozen has not been her favorite. Actually, Toy Story has been the one she wants to watch lately, which I'm fine with. But she wants to watch Toy Story all the time. <laughs> so, which is great. Don't get me wrong, because I always enjoy watching Toy Story. Uh, but it, and, and uh, the fourth one is, I think it's going to be on Disney Plus fairly soon. Yeah. But, but she's obsessed with Toy Story. She absolutely loves Toy Story. So that, which is cool. Uh, but you know, now that she's obsessed with Frozen, I'm excited to take her to meet Anna and Elsa. We haven't done this yet. Uh, when we go, when we go again, so we'll see if she freaks out or if she's into it. But <laughs> anyway, anything else you want to say about this parade or should we just, you know, go ahead and wrap this up? Yeah. I, I mean, it, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say about it because I honestly, the daytime parades don't really do a lot for me. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I, I'm more of a nighttime parade guy. I I will watch Festival of Fantasy any day. I love that. That's a great parade. See, I'm running away from the hub as fast as I can when it's coming. <laughs> when it's coming around, yeah. Just, you, oh, because you know the lines are going to be short for for the rides. Is that? Yeah, I, I know we can get on rides quicker, and I also know that it's impossible to get through the hub because everybody stops dead to watch yeah. the show. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah, it's very true. Listen, I, I, the last time when we were there, I put my daughter on my shoulders and she was waving at all the characters as they went by. And it was possibly the cutest thing ever. It was adorable. Uh, my sister took video of it, but I'm also like in this video, she's waving and you just see me sweating profusely because <laughs> <laughs> it's, cause it's hot out and she's sitting on my shoulders. But if you just pay attention to my daughter in the video, it's adorable because she's waving at Mickey and saying, bye, bye, bye. When they're going by, it's super, super cute. But, uh, yeah, I, I like that parade before my, da- my daughter came around, but, uh, it's, it's even cooler to see her enjoy it too. So, all right. So let's, let's wrap up Trevor, unless there's anything else you want to talk about. No, I I think we've we've covered it all. Um, yeah, um, cool. All right, so yeah, let's. Uh, sorry, did you <laughs> my, lose your place? <laughs> no, my my phone is buzzing at me. So sorry that distracted me. Anyway, um, uh, yeah. So as usual, if you guys have uh, comments, questions, uh, things you want to talk to us about, you can always email us at uh, welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys. We love, we love talking back and forth with you guys. We, you know, we, we try to answer your questions as best we can. Obviously we're not, we don't know everything, but we'll, we'll at least take a shot at it. Um, if you want to get a hold of us on so- social media, uh, you can find us on Facebook as Welcome Home Podcast. If you have Twitter, uh, it's Welcome Home Pod, and Instagram is Welcome Home Picks. Those both uh, mirror from Facebook. And if uh, if you like talking to us on Welcome Home Podcast, we also have the Facebook group, the uh, Welcome Home 
Disney waitlist is what it's called now. I think that's what yep. Damon set it to. So that's what Damon named it to. Yeah. So, so yeah, come join us in the waitlist. And, uh, we've had lots of great discussions in there. Uh, everyone's been really cool. It's a great community. Uh, just a bunch of people that really like Disney. And if you guys actually want to get some merchandise from us, you can go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com. Uh, go check out the mugs, check out magnets. We got t-shirts. So hopefully, stickers. yeah, hopefully you can find something there that you like. And as usual, if you guys found us on iTunes or Google play or Spotify or any of those, we do appreciate reviews, uh, helps us, you know, figure out what you guys like and what you don't like. And also helps make the, uh, the podcast a little more visible because the, those reviews, help uh help increase other people finding the podcast yeah and and don't of course don't forget to subscribe to welcome home, welcome home podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode uh you can find us on apple podcasts google play music google Podcasts, TuneIn, stitcher spotify just about any place you can find podcasts you can find us uh just you know search for welcome home look for the one that says dvc and disney and you can you can find us on there uh you know by the way i i want to go back to our group thing for a second really quickly here uh, i've i've seen a couple people reach out to us and say hey this would be a good question for the group just ask questions man this is a discussion forum we're not approving posts you go in that group and ask some questions don't don't be uh don't be scared to do it uh, ask some questions get some discussion started right yeah totally we we love we love seeing you guys start discussions too because there's there's things that we don't think about that uh I mean, we, we want to hear your perspective on Disney as well. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, and of course, just a reminder, as always to our listeners, welcome home podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney company. And as such, any of and all opinions we express on this show are our own. So please call a DVC representative or a cast member for anything we talked about on the show today to confirm that a uh, big thank you to a uh, DVC rental store for uh, sponsoring this episode. Please support the the folks that support us. Uh, they're a great sponsor. They've uh, been with us for a little while now and, and we enjoy working with them. So, and if you do use them, make sure you uh, mention that welcome home sent you. And uh, of course, join us next time for more Disney parks discussion, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert Awal, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair, how she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl.